0: eat some cheese See the block of cheese you won't shit for a while it's a good way to look at I it tend to get the cheese grater style of shit cheese, cheese grater. grater flaky like it's like it's going through a cheese grater like it's fucking shaped that's weird yeah I don't know if I get a little inflammation in there or what
1: Welcome to your football fantasy.
2: Oh, I'm yawning over here. It's too early to yawn. I'm also, shitting my pants over here. Welcome back to the show. Tweez Nuts here. I'm your host, and we've got our buddies. We're we right now. The big whiz. Ready to rock out another episode for you. Week 12 coming at you. <claps> birthday boy in the
1: house. Who's the birthday? <laughs> what? Wiz? The we nuts turned, what, 40? 40, 41.
2: Mm. 52? What are we looking at? How old are you?
1: 37. Ooh. Why the fuck did you cut your hair? Uh,
2: I was hoping to get laid on my birthday, and she made it clear that if I didn't cut my hair... You I weren't going to get laid? No. Yeah. So, so that was your one chance. I made uh, listeners. I made a little... I, I, I shaved a cul-de-sac into the top of my head and just kind of left the sides and back going for Thanksgiving yesterday and into my birthday today. I've I heard
1: it called, a-, heard it called a-, a horseshoe. A horseshoe.
2: Well, it makes sense to me to call it a horseshoe. <laughs> I don't know why. But uh, yeah, it didn't go well. For two days, the wife was yelling at me about it. Finally, in hopes of getting some birthday action today, which I did not get this morning, very uh, disappointing. Did you deserve it? It's my fucking birthday. All you have to do is just be born, and you deserve at least one blowjob a year on that day. <laughs> I think you should wake up to it, but that's no, just...
0: That's still my dream, just wake up to it. It's never like be
2: woken it. up to, exactly. like when I wake, she's exactly. on it when exactly. I wake, yeah, no.
0: I've never had that one.
2: Today I just woke, I woke will. up to my smallest child, I rolled over, and he was wide awake, maybe an inch and a half from my face. <laughs> I opened my eyes and he whispered, happy birthday. Then, <laughs> they just kicked the shit out of me for the next three hours. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> It was, oh, how uh, sweet! That's what how that's
1: sweet. what happens when you fucking get late on your birthday. That didn't. <laughs> previous years, asshole. That was the whole point of that.
2: Oh, mm. previous. Yeah. Once upon a time. Yeah. Oh, let's have a fantasy football show, guys. Oh, let's
0: change a, the topic.
1: It's your birthday. You're getting old. You're dying. That's good.
0: Yeah. Every day, get a little closer. Every day,
1: getting closer to death, bud. I don't know how close we are. Here's a bet we should make. Oh fuck! Who dies first? <laughs> oh god! Uh, <laughs> I'll put a shot on the line. I don't know enough about you guys to sit there and say that.
2: I'm super preferred. My life insurance company tells me that I'm the absolute
1: picture of health. Well, Frog, what's your argument here?
0: I was super preferred for my life insurance checkup about it was about five years ago though. I don't know. I haven't got my life yeah. insurance
2: check out. so I couldn't tell you. Also, I can't run up the stairs without just dying of exhaustion. I
0: can though, run so. three miles in twenty two minutes. Oh, damn! Pretty damn good. Yeah. That's solid. That's chugging. My, my ticker's still pretty, pretty good.
2: Ugh, I don't know how my heart's going <laughs> these days. Remember that uh, that i that hockey thing that we did? <laughs> I thought I was gonna die that <laughs> day. All right, let's have some news.
3: This week in football. Yeah.
2: Let's see, Alex Smith just <laughs> destroyed his leg last week. You saw it? Who saw it? Yep. yep. Ugh. It was exciting to watch.
0: I like how he just rolled over, it flopped, he took his helmet off, and he's just like, fuck, I'm he's done. He's just pissed. You know? yep. Come come get me somebody. Colt McCoy came into that game, and I
2: thought he played pretty well. What do you guys think of Colt McCoy? Not Well, not obviously yesterday.
1: You could still argue that he's serviceable, that if you really need to plug in a – that he's a, that he could potentially give you 15, 20 points. I mean, yeah. he's not going to give you anything more than that.
0: He's a veteran. He's a competitor. You know, I like his grit. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's again, what did he have? Did he do three picks yeah. and three touchdowns? Two, 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 two and two?
2: Two and three. Two and So two. really the only fantasy-worthy uh, player on this team going into this injury was Adrian Peterson. Does this hurt his stock at all? And then, if you watched last night, uh, fuck the tight ends on that team. Both of them got every target there was. Do we think? Do we look to Jordan Reed uh, as a as a possible pickup? Or you know, he's probably already owned.
1: Well, I don't think that really surprised you, right? I mean, that, that's right. what's typical when 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 newer quarterbacks come into those games. They they look to those tight ends because they were right. the short over the middle routes. And everyone in Washington's receivers are just garbage. They're all hurt and garbage. Yeah, they're chopped. And garbage. Are their
0: top three hurt?
1: And garbage. Maybe
0: Jameson Crowder
1: will play again. Maybe Crowder will play. It's been twelve weeks. Something stupid.
0: Well, yeah, they're not good to begin with, but their top guys are out as as well, so that doesn't help. I'm worried about Adrian Peterson watching
2: the game. It looks like the defense was keying in on him, and he had been, he had been playing serviceably.
1: Well, he was because he was getting twenty five. Alex Smith was good enough that he could keep defenses honest. Right, Cole McCoy cannot doesn't right.
0: doesn't look like that yet, and their defense is falling. Game by game, getting worse and worse. Yeah. The Redskins defense. That's so the way, they're that's not the way being able that it to... goes. You
1: lose yeah. pieces. I, I don't know if that's actually, actually true. I mean, they played a really good offense last night.
0: Yeah, but the two weeks before that, they got beat up on the ground.
2: So Brandon LaFell falls to the IR. I only bring this up because <laughs> yeah. there aren't any receivers left on the Oakland Raiders. Or
1: Bryant's hurt or smoking dope again. Yeah. Amari Cooper's gone. Is Jordy Nelson still there? is
2: on the sidelines. Seth Roberts, uh... Seth Roberts, I believe, also got hurt Did this he? past weekend. Maybe not. I don't know if Seth what Roberts is going to get all the targets.
1: Jared Cook. But you know who this does help? <coughs> Jalen Rashard. Jalen Richard. Every time somebody goes down, it helps Jalen Rashard. This is a bad offense. Stay the fuck away from her, folks. Except for Jalen Rashard. Give me your next guy.
2: Next bit of news. Jakeem Grant to the IR. Another... Miami Dolphins receiver Hurt. Another I don't care about. Joaquin Grant and Albert Wilson both had great beginnings to their fantasy seasons. They're both done. Parker's still questionable to even play. Miami and, was 3-0 at the time. is the only guy left on this team that was a starting receiver for the year. Do we like that? Now Tannehill's coming back to play. I don't know if that helps or hurts. The passing came here. Neither quarterback him or Oswald were playing well. <coughs> is there anything worth looking at in Miami at all?
1: No, but if you need to, I guess Amadola might be a a, a flex ticket. Just because there's nobody else to because throw the ball. there's no one else there. And Parker.
2: They've tried to get Mike Gasicki going a few times, but he's just not very good. Give, give him time. Kenyon Drake, they won't give him enough opportunities to do anything, even though he can catch the ball like a wide receiver coming out of the
0: backfield. So Amadola has to be the guy for him. Somebody's going to score. I think it's just real hard to predict for Miami. One of the hardest.
1: Could, could Parker actually become good again?
0: Probably not. Is Stills back? Stills
2: is back. Devontae Parker?
0: Well, Stills tried to come back, I think. Did he? A couple did. Of weeks ago, but he didn't re- last the game. I think he's pre- probably going to be back out. Because him and Tannehill seemed like they had a little something something sure. going when, early on in the season there. But. How about O.J. Howard? To the IR. Is this a Cameron Brait show, or what are we what are we looking at? Maybe or do so. we avoid Cameron Brait because he's just not been getting the volume this this year at all? I think he steps back in and does pretty well yeah. against the Niners. Yeah, O.J.
1: Howard, when he was playing, I told you he was the number three tight end overall, yeah. folks. That that beats George Kittle, and George Kittle's having a phenomenal year. Um, So, yeah, I think Brait is a good option here to pick up and, and play him.
2: Anybody going to stream Brait this week? I don't think he's streamable. I think he's been picked up already everywhere.
0: But I would have. Sure. I tried to pick him up, I think, and someone else beat me to it. Yeah, it's a big, big way for wire pickup for sure this week. Lamar Jackson is, is going to get another start
2: this week for the Ravens. Is Flacco hurt? Yes. Flacco's still hurt. So they, still did, they, they, they haven't benched him. No. What he throw for 112 yards or something last week? But broke the record for most <laughs> rushing attempts.
0: 29? By a quarterback, and it was 27. 27. Jeez, I'm crying on Lamar Jackson streamable, stream worthy. Who did they play last week?
1: The Bengals. Bengals, right? Because they're playing the Raiders this week.
0: Definitely streamable, I think. Well, I, he's my streamer. We'll talk about later. I'll get into a little if bit more. He, you got to think he gets another twenty carries, probably. Which is ridiculous. I mean, he's killing my John Brown trade. Okay, but as a quarterback, is, is
1: is that streamable? I, can, I mean, so that's, that's well, he that's needs to get points. a touchdown. He has to get a touchdown, 10 a rushing touchdown. I don't. Here's the problem: in the quarterback position, I think it's really hard to win unless you're getting eighteen and above points.
0: Yeah, but if he can get ten, if he get a hundred <laughs> yards and a score and one hundred and fifty passing, that's twenty fantasy points. That'd be if,
1: valuable. If
0: he's got to score a touchdown, right? right? He so has you just to, to score said Before we started the show, he didn't score at all. Actually. Right? He's either got to Even find a way, way to ball. score two short passing or a rushing. If he could do either is one, realistic
1: I think he's going to get hundred yards of rushing again. Yeah, yeah against the Oakland Raiders, Raiders, eighth right.
2: worst. That eighth sounds like eighth a worst made, rushing but... defense in the league. We'll come to it. Um, that's the news. again. If you want to see who's in or out, uh, there are some guys that are worth looking at, worth keeping your eye on. Melvin Gordon's one of them, but uh, we don't know that yet.
1: It's too early. Let's go on. Big Whiz and his stat of the week. You did. You said you watched most of the game Monday night, right? We'll tell the listeners that. No, that I didn't. watched. Um, but anyways. And half. I, I I didn't care for the game too much. It was a blowout game, right? It was like 100 and what, 105 Five points, points scored. It, just, plus it was a, a fucking offense. arena football.
0: Not a blowout game
1: though. No, it was a really like entertaining game, but like it was just there's no defense. Best player on the field, best defensive player in the NFL right now is Aaron Donald. And that team still gave up 54 points 51 weren't there, points. Weren't there two defensive touchdowns? Yeah, I think there might have been three at That's some point. defense
2: being played. It was not. It was
1: garbage. So here's my question to you guys. Which team in the NFL in 2018 currently puts up the most points per week?
2: Uh, I would say the
0: Saints. Weren't they averaging 40 fucking points a game? Which NFL team scores the most? Oh, I know the answer to this, 100%. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Are you talking about offense, scoring offense? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's my answer.
2: Is that, are we both wrong? You let la- you're laughing. Um, no, wrong? it is.
1: It is New Orleans Saints, but yeah. it, it's it's 37.2 currently. I
0: mean, they've scored f- 38 or 40 every
2: game like six in a
1: row. Correct. I
0: just saw a fucking Twitter thing on it. that was the Tampa Bay Bucks.
1: Um, 37.2. Call on it. Look it up and call on. Tampa Bay is 26.7, but that's that's six touchdowns a, a, a game. That's that's fabulous. Buy your players from those teams because they're going to get the opportunity to point up touchdowns. Saints. Saints. Kansas City not far behind 36.7, yeah. the Rams are 35.4. You can't get any Saints anymore. You can't to, get you any get, of those. Teams. You go get Brandon Marshall. i <laughs> um, the Saints. <laughs> the point, though, is Thomas is going to give you a, a touchdown each week. is going to give you two touchdowns. Ingram might give you one, and God knows which fucking receiver is going to give it.
2: And uh, apparently, this Arnold guy Arnold. is going to score a couple of them each I think week.
1: You went to school with him.
2: There's too many.
0: You're right, buddy. What the
2: fuck? Too many guys on the team.
0: Must have been an old stat. Maybe that was after like week three. <laughs> in the Tampa <laughs> Bay, <and they laughs> scoring forty it's magic. All right. Mail time. We got a couple
2: of listener questions for us. Yep. Come on.
3: Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me wanna wag my tail when it comes. I wanna wail.
2: Two questions from Twitter. This week, the first one comes to us from Tyler Russo. He's got a trade question, okay? He says, as a caveat, serious need of depth for the playoffs. So this is a team that is going into the playoffs, but he doesn't he doesn't like anybody outside of his studs trying to increase that. The trade that he's considering at this point, is giving away Todd Gurley to pick up David Johnson and Nick Chubb. Where are we at on that? We know that David Johnson is... His stock is rising as he's touching the ball a lot more over the last two weeks. We know that Nick Chubb is touching the ball a whole bunch ever since they traded away
0: Hyde. Anybody into a trade like that, if you're looking to increase your depth? If it was me, I would say no. I think Gurley and a waiver pickup will score you more consistently than David Johnson and Nick
1: Chubb. But that's me. I... I don't know the strength of schedule right now for these teams, um, but I would seriously consider this if you can give up Gurley and get David Johnson, Nick Chubb. Those guys—you saw what Gurley did when they put up fifty fucking four points in that in the game against Monday night. And he scored, I think he scored twelve points, folks. He had forty-nine rushing t- yards, I believe, and, and he he had another thirty receiving as he always does. Um, I like this. I I think I would make if you need depth. I am not sure why you need depth in the playoffs, but I like this straight. I would take it. Yeah. I like Chubb. I like you know Chubb? you like Chubb, yeah. You've liked Chubb since I like Chubbies.
2: Yeah. I think I might take this trade. Why? So Gurley was a little a little hobbled. He had an ankle thing he was dealing with during that Monday night game. Uh but uh if if I'm remembering correctly, Gurley hasn't had a bunch of games where he's gone for, you know, a hundred and whatever yards. He's had a handful of games where he was under fifty yards, but he scored he scored two touchdowns a game. So if you can, if you could take a David Johnson who's going to be touching the ball close to thirty times every game going forward, uh, and a Nick Chubb who's going to be running it twenty plus times a game going forward, there's a, just a lot of opportunity there. We know that the Browns' strength of schedule is cush. Yeah. In this last half of the season here, this last quarter of the season, I don't know what the Arizona schedule looks like. You ready for it? But left, is
0: getting it. Let's hear it. So you got at the Chargers this week, at the Pack, mm-hmm. home against the Lions, at the Falcons, home against the Rams. That puts you
1: through week sixteen. Not
2: a not a terrible not a terrible schedule for David Johnson.
1: <laughs> I mean, you actually have the opportunity here to trade Gurley and get more touches out of Johnson and Chubb.
2: Yeah, you'll get more touches. We'll get more touchdown opportunities, not necessarily, but I think you'll get more touches, more yards. Right. So some some comes into your scoring setup. Some comes into um, who you're going to be playing against in the playoffs. Who else you got on your roster, obviously.
0: But I think I'd consider this trade too. I mean, would absolutely. It, week sixteen. For the championship. Championship. Rams at the Cardinals. Who you want to throw one out there? you want Gurley or you want David Johnson? Yeah. For the championship. Yeah, but I think if you have that
1: and pair that with Chubb, and who's Chubb going up with? Kit? Okay. I mean, yeah, I would I would absolutely sit there and say I would I would want Gurley. Cleveland, week sixteen, but is that's why he's getting two Cincinnati. of these guys. So guess what? We'll talk about this a little bit. Guess which team gives up the most points to opposing running backs?
2: Cincinnati. Yeah. Cincinnati Bates.
1: Yeah, I'd consider that. I think
2: the two of them, is it gives you opportunity value for sure. All right, next question from our listener here. This is a Dynasty PPR trade question. Which side of this trade do you like more? Well, I don't know which side he's on. I don't know anything else about it. This is all he said. It's a Dynasty PPR trade. Which side do you like? Marlon Mack or... Mike Williams and John Ross. And This came from Luke Perry. This came from Luke. Doesn't have a last name on Twitter.
1: Luke no. Perry. Nine hundred two one zero. Nine hundred two one zero. Absolutely. Um, I Huge would fantasy. Player. I would go with. I would stay with Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack is young. He plays on. Plays with it right now. This is one of the best offensive lines in the game, folks. And he has a fabulous young quarterback. Even though he broke his shoulder, didn't play last year. He's still fabulous. Marlon Mack puts up points because of where he's at. He's better opportunity with him. Well, you say he's young. Mike Williams, John Ross, both young. John Ross and Marlon Mack are the same age, I believe?
0: Um,
2: right
1: around yeah. there, right? A lot of these guys are young. Rookies. Last yeah. year
0: they were rookies. This year's second year, guys. Yeah, I, you, say, not, you, say, you say
2: great offense. Mike Williams great offense would to be blind. the same. Mike Williams all on a great offense. he got class, a great
1: offense. Think. Great quarterback. Marlon not Red. a young quarterback. Okay. John Ross. John Ross is garbage. I'm not sure See, what think about John Ross. John Ross is pretty much garbage. Okay, so then, then it becomes a Mike Williams-Marlon Mack discussion. Keenan Allen's not old. No. Melvin Gordon's the best player Tyra on the team. Williams is
2: not old. Marlon Mack gets the opportunity over those two guys.
0: Yes. I mean, I'd take the Marlon Mack side, too. I was just throwing out there, hey. Yeah, I mean, I just think think the running back position is going to give you a little more. uh, And it's worth a little more than, you know, two receivers that aren't the number ones. Maybe not even the number twos. Both of those guys, week in and week out, you'd have to think about whether you wanted to start them or not. Marlon Uh, Mack, you pretty much roll him out there. Because since he came back... He's been a stud. Yeah,
1: since he's sure. been playing.
0: There's no guarantee that'll ever change for those two wide receivers either. That's
1: I also true. think, if I was Luke Perry, I definitely would not have broke with Kelly. No. <laughs> She's definitely the hot one. I can't one.
2: say I've ever seen this show.
1: <laughs> Do not know who Kelly
2: is? And I don't know who Kelly is. She Kapowski does.
0: is the last yeah, Kelly. Kelly Kapowski.
2: I <laughs> would yeah, also hotter. fuck Kelly and Kapowski. my Kapowski was even hotter.
0: She was, <laughs> oh, she was that early age material. yeah. <laughs> damn, I know you. Yes. All right.
2: Let's move on and take some shots. Wait. the one i listed for bullfrog
0: it's not the right number ties my season high yes
1: sir
0: yes
2: sir
3: (laughs) that's all
0: i do around here is score touchdowns (laughs) with extra points
2: but you don't go for two
0: (laughs) no ron rivera go for two (laughs) lose your game
2: fucking
1: dumb shit Nagy did that. Nagy go for two almost, almost lose him. the game why we'll give would him the you opportunity ever do that
2: we, at 13 it was 13 sets I know no it was, no, it was 9
0: to 7 and he, when he for went two. for two yeah 9 they, to not, 7
1: that if he, if he if they don't get that he looks like a fucking idiot and everyone calls him out on it because they win and, and he gets them all yeah. it doesn't matter but yeah while saying on that last drive when Stafford was trying to move the ball down the field,
2: they were only they were only down by seven instead of down by eight, which makes a difference. He did that in the fucking game against Minnesota too. I thought he was just dumb. Just tries to get out cute himself. Uh-huh. Alright, accountability statistics from last week. Uh, this was close across the board. Wiz, you got fifty percent accurate. Pretty good. The two of us tied for less than that at 43% accurate. So. We'll take a shot. Well, you got one poured already for yourself. Yep. Going back to the pucker. There's only a little Let's bit of pucker left, Starting
0: my people. night with the pucker shot. I think
1: This doesn't surprise me. You guys are below 50% again, and sure. I'm, I'm up at the top.
0: Sure. Thanks, buddy. I have quite a full shot left, but that'll work. Cheers. We had to tie, huh? Sure. I couldn't win anything.
2: <laughs> can't, let you, <laughs> can't let you win. Can't let you win. Uh, speaking
0: of, you can't win anything. Oh yeah, kind of sweet, kind of shitty.
2: I got to tell you, that's one of my favorite new drops. Sometimes I just walk around the house doing it to the wife. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> you like that one? So you, I love you it. You guys the, were
0: questioning it when I first brought the, it up. The
2: kids like it. I don't They're know. They well, don't know why the kids like they like, it. It. <laughs> they, they like this, that 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 that's the
1: trumpet.
0: I thought my first drop was the best, though. The one off my phone, that was the yeah, best
1: I, 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 one. But you couldn't I, I, get it off there. It's because you couldn't hold your own every time yeah, you'd say you just burst laughing. laughing.
2: Yeah. All right, so looking at three in the pink, two in the stink This week, G. Libertino continues his hot streak. Highest score on the week once again is opening up a bit of a lead on Brad Drury. 690 to 639 overall, with Libertino's 59 to Brad D's 12. Katie Babs maintains a third-place uh, score here at 24 points in the positive this week. Let's see. The only other positive worth mentioning probably goes to the Big Wiz, who has bumped himself up into fifth place on the season with a plus 43. And, in fact, the only one of the three of us here at the table that managed
1: a positive. Who got your points this week, Wiz? Aaron Jones went fucking off, folks. Aaron Jones had a really nice week. Yeah. a Freeman actually showed up. Got a he touchdown. Did. He didn't really do much, but he yeah. did, did get a touchdown. He didn't
2: hurt you. you didn't know, hurt you. Got a right.
1: negative four, which is not
2: too <laughs> bad. But Aaron Jones' third running back on the week gives you lots of points. Yeah.
0: All I want to know is, was I able to finish last again? That's a that's a tricky question to can answer. Did I get to last place? I know I've been trying real hard. You tied for last place. Okay. All right, all so this right.
2: week Don't I can I, I got a negative seven to come in second place here. Uh, just a just a. Each of my guys just got a little bit of negative, a little bit of positive. Nobody really did anything spectacular, which is kind of the way that the whole season's been going for me. I picked guys that apparently were ranked pretty well. But you, sir, you did do something pretty spectacular. You got the worst score on the season thus far
0: by anybody with a negative 93. (laughs) And you know what? I'm feeling a triple-digit week this week. (laughs) Negative triple digits. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling it. Look, Dalvin Cook fucked you with a negative 35. Crowder's
2: still not playing. It's a negative 40. Aguilar managed a negative. He had zero, I think. He had zero zero. catches. Uh, You did get a positive 10 from Rashad Penny and a zero from Evans. He's on the up-and-up, though. It wasn't enough. Negative 93,
1: fortunately... That, that sounds so much worse. Like It sounds like you've been at negative 120, actually. That, could have been a
2: lot worse. Fortunately or unfortunately, however you choose to look at it, At Goal Line Gurus matched you at negative 93 this week. <laughs> the big difference, of course, between the two of you is that At Goal Line Gurus is in 7th place.
0: Still just ahead of Cheers me. Cheers to you, Goal Line Gurus. Hope and, you're listening. And nice you job, are, you are, you're, I'm coming for you this week, fucker. You have more oh, than double negative the negative points. Gary Haddow, just above you, is
2: <laughs> at negative 131, and you, sir, are at an astonishing <laughs> negative 350.
1: <laughs> so you are going to finish last in this game.
2: Jameis and Crowder is not playing again, so it's certainly not going to help. <sighs> they should have put him oh. on the IR.
1: That would have that saved you, buddy. You let me tell you something. When, when this was going on, we were making these picks. This was during the summer. You were coming out with the most best stats repeatedly on the show. Yeah.
2: Cool. What
0: happened? Ah. It didn't pan that's, out. I suck. Next week will be better. <laughs> Next year, anyway, will be better. I guess my nine and two record in the league against you fucks is maybe where I'm spending my I time. I am fighting for the playoffs. I might make it. We'll see. I'm playing
2: you I, this I week. That means we
1: have another bet this know. week. I, I'm managing a roster I didn't draft, so I'm not. I don't feel like yeah, good about it. We'll show that's up, an brother. Excuse, buddy. We got bets. Uh first bet here was a my bet
2: with Wiz here. This was uh, Manuel Sanders. I said he's going to finish outside the top 24. You said, of course, he's not going to finish outside the top 24. I think you finished running or wide receiver 63. Yeah, I don't think it was 63. Or something stupid. You so want to look
1: that up again? That's not true. You can
2: take that shot and I, then look it up later. I don't. Wait, you don't have a shot glass? No. Yeah. There you go. You got, you got bottles of booze in front of you. Something homemade there.
0: How's it smell? Is that a legit cinnamon stick It's in there? Hmm. Yeah you nice. think it was? It's a piece of wood. Just a little turn.
2: A little mark. <laughs> just a wood. While you're taking that, Luis Nuts made another bet. This was about Dalvin Cook. Said he was gonna be outside of the top twenty-four. Is one of my can't get it up guys. Bullfrog here said, "Fuck no, he's not. He's Dalvin Cook." Uh, what did he have? Nine yards rushing something he cost me two fantasy games mm-hmm. in two different leagues because you didn't fucking listen to dwee's nuts when he said the bears are no, gonna no, no. Shut I, I told you i liked ass it ass i just out. was terrified that he might get a 50 yard that run. one i did i was waiting the whole game for that to happen right? but they stopped do. using him at about they did they picked him the ball all right another bet here it's my turn uh this was a bet about my streaming tight end this was the big time bet right Ricky Seals-Jones would get 30 yards receiving. Oh, yeah. Who won that one? He went three targets, one catch for six yards. What? So I'm taking that <laughs> shot. Yeah,
0: that 30-yard bet. Uh, pass paying me up. Your,
2: pass me your Apple stuff. Yeah, one catch for six yards on three targets. It did not go my way. I oh, felt fucking awesome to win that stream- bet. I don't know why you make a streaming <laughs> tight. The way that tight end streamers have gone this year, we should never make a bet on the fucking <laughs> streaming tight ends. I'm going to do it again this week. He
0: all the way down to 30 <laughs> yards, too.
2: Yeah, well, he had gone over 30 twice. <laughs> all right, so I'll take that one. I got another one coming. Bullfrog, he says, the magic is over. The magic is gone. And I said 250 and two touchdowns. Well, he got uh, benched halfway <laughs> through with, a, what,
1: three picks? <laughs> three something. picks, yeah. Don't he touch did them. score
2: a rushing touchdown yeah. in his classic fashion. He fucking plowed his way into the end zone. But that does not get it done. Quick question on this one. I nailed that you, one.
1: Uh. You said it earlier in the year that you didn't expect him to start again. He clearly did. You, will he come back again? Will Winston? Will, yes. Will, will, yes. So will. dumb. No. He should be done. Here's the <laughs> thing
2: about the he Tampa Bay quarterback be this year. Done. They're both garbage. They're, they're both, both terrible. Yes. Except it, unless they come in in relief. As relief quarterbacks, they're fucking great because yes. Winston comes in and throws a shitload of touchdowns, and it is the top five quarterback. When Fitz Fitzmagic came in last time, he threw three touchdowns in a half a, a game and ended in a top ten quarterback. So, so this is how this should go. Every week they should bench <laughs> their starting quarterback halfway through. It's a good way to look and at it. Be fine. They may not win a lot of games, but they'll be close. Anyway, I'm gonna like take that, that. Fitzmagic shot.
0: I've I've, been, I've done all right. I'm betting on Fitzmagic. Yeah. you know, I said he was gonna get knocked out of the Bears game. He got fucking knocked out of the Bears game. I said his magic was over. I did miss the one that. Uh, Seems like know. it might be over.
2: He'll be back. <laughs> He'll be back. Bullfrog. Speaking of bets and doing well on them, this one didn't go so well. This I don't was, know. This was the dumbest bet. Probably. I don't know in the what what, what encouraged this bet, I mean. but you said the Ravens and the Bengals would be the first game to finish out of the one o'clock slot. Now, to your credit. Uh, I think the Ravens ran the ball more than any other team by like 20 attempts, which was sort of the reason you and, said. And it if would you end listen early. to the
0: podcast, that's what I meant by yes. it. I said Lamar Jackson was going to run the shit out. FW of I believe 57 attempts. So that's Rushing the bet should rush attempts. Ravens. Except the Bengals
1: turned around and didn't fucking run the ball more than 50 at times. all. So that's, so what that, that, that's, that that's what should have. That's what
0: the bet should have been. But I was not thinking very because again, I can't predict fucking injuries, replays, sure. penalties, all that. We double dipped you. So that was me just being a fucking dumbass. That's two of them, buddy. We double-dipped If you listen, you'll notice that I often am a dumbass, so it's nothing new.
2: <laughs> I, and I, I hate to do this to you, but the the only other bet we've got here was a whiz bet. Oh, no yeah,
1: and he owes two of those. So.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just going to speak through it while he takes his second one. Well, we got another one lined up, too. So keep, just keep pouring and drinking. So this was a carry-on Johnson versus David Johnson week in which you both took these guys, I believe, as your studs of the week. Well, they finished running back twelve and thirteen. They finished back to back. There wasn't that big a separation. Depends on the scoring rules you look at. It was a half a point separation if it was a full point PPR. About a point and a half. Only because Carryon got hurt, right? Only because Carryon got hurt. But it You know, he got hurt. Right. But you lost his bet.
1: So if Carryon Murray got hurt, he put it. I don't know if he he could have made it compete with Saquon. And his three touchdowns. Nah, he Saquon wouldn't. Barkley had a Saquon was phenomenal, huge day. But he was. But my point is, I don't think he would have gone twelve. I bet he would have been in the, you know six, seven. Yeah. It was a good pick. I mean they were all decent picks. They were all top almost top twelve. Barkley was fucking phenomenal.
2: Barkley was a great pick, thank you.
1: Elliot. And if anyone picked Elliot fucking this week, whew. Nobody
2: did. We didn't have the opportunity to, because he's already played. Alright, so this so this was uh me. this was sort of a bet. We talked about this during um, our dailies. Where did I put this? I put this down here. Yep, so we said we're going to do a fan duel. You want this one? Yep, pass it. Well, back. actually, you have to take this one first. No, we're going to do... The, well, I got it listed twice. I'll take it first. Pour it and then pass it back. We talked about our dailies. We said we were, each the three of us, going to do a daily lineup, go head-to-head-to-head to, head to, head to just to see how we did. Well, we did a daily lineup. Nobody did really well, but Bullfrog, as he should as our daily guy, won with a 105 points in his dailies. Louise Nutz here had 102 just... Ooh, missed out. We had, a lot so of, close. we had a lot of the same Dak Prescott we both picked and that fucked us both Ooh, over. Were you guys home.
1: texting each other seeing who you would take? No. No. Alright. No.
2: Fair enough. Uh but Big Wiz
1: managed the zero. Because why? Why Wiz? Because I have a newborn child who's seven days old, and my wife fucking goes ape shit if I don't spend enough time with the family.
2: Yeah, so you didn't do it, is what you're saying. Yeah, 100% correct. Okay, this week you can do it, because as you wrote in the doc last week, we're going to do this movie
1: <laughs> I did say
2: that. Take that shot, and I'll do this one. We did a Would You Rather, and for the first time, Wiz manages to win. You know how he did it? He picked almost all the same guys as me, except just a couple. <laughs> And we picked three guys different. You got two of Would you right. rather? There's only fucking guy. two names, dumb shit. 75% correct to you, sir. Pretty good week. 63% correct to me. Not a terrible week there either. I'll take it. And I'll take the shot that goes with it. This feels a little bit like we're double dipping him on this one as well. But the stud of the week. <laughs> hey. We just All said I can it. say is I
1: took a bet on the top in the first one. We just said it. We each picked a stud.
2: <laughs> Uh, My Saquon
0: Barkley was the running back one, which means I win. I did say that I also wanted Saquon Barkley, but Mr. Yeah. Dweez Nuts happened to make the fucking show
1: notes.
2: Quit calling him Mr.
1: Dweez Put Nuts, in the okay? fucking pick first. It's my birthday,
2: goddammit. Fortunately, you got to pick first this week, Bullfrog, so but you I, should have every opportunity to But I've already changed it fast. based on injury, okay. fucker. So I was running back one. Wiz was running back. His, his start of the week was running back 12. Did miss some of the game. And Bullfrog, you were running back 13, so All right, one you. more shot, and we can get on with
0: the God, show. He didn't, even, he didn't even score a touchdown, and he still finished 13th. That's kind of shitty. That's because he's touching the ball a yeah. lot. I told you, he's touching the ball he a lot. didn't have that many pass catches, did he? Johnson in that game?
2: I don't know. I don't think he did, but, maybe. but he's, he's looking at 25 touches a game going forward, I think. It's finally David Johnson time. A little late to make him uh, finish where I thought he would be in our rankings, but... It's If you've been holding on to him all year, you're there.
3: All right. What's the matter? Big boy can't get it up?
2: Let's start with
1: quarterbacks. Who's got one? Ooh, I got one. I'm going to go with Big Ben Roethlisberger, folks. Currently number six quarterback going to Denver. Is that the projected number six going into the week or okay, six in the actual range? That's where ranking. he's currently at. That's where he's finishing? Is he number six? In my league, yes. Six, six, six. Points per TD. It's pretty impressive. I wouldn't guess that high. Um, he's going to Denver, folks, and we all know, as Bullfrog told us initially, that Big Ben's splits between home and away games are huge. for Big Ben. Um, Denver's defense has given up 27 points to the Chiefs and 23 points to the Rams, and they're a fuck of a lot better than the fucking Steelers. Um, in November, the average Big Ben's average QB ratings are 85.8 that they that they're giving up
2: in November this year.
1: Or yes. Okay. In 2018. Yeah. Um. His quarterback rating, I told you before, like Bullfrog said before, was at 107.9, and away it's 87.9, right? And he has five less passing TDs and four more INTs and six more sacks, folks. I just think all the numbers tell me, and you know, the statistics tell me, Denver's defense is going to do a good job against McBev.
2: Yeah, we have a lot of splits in that home way over his very extended career and has always been the same,
1: Yeah, year in and year out. The stats okay. tell me that Big Ben's not going to produce like he usually does.
2: Fair. I thought about taking some of his receivers as some of my can't-get-it-up guys. I chose against it in the end, but I like that pick. Um, you don't have
0: a quarterback. You got a running back. Let's talk about running backs. Bullfrog, what do you got? Uh, yeah, I think that's going to be a James Conner kind of game. I hope so, after last week's yeah. bullshit fucking yeah, egg by James yeah, Connick. That's, that's, the the, that's the way the world works. Uh, running back. Going down a little bit. I'm, I'm going to go with James White. Uh, Sony Michelle is back as the main ball carrier. I feel like this is the game where Brady's going to want to show his downfield guns a little bit. They it's got that have feel. Any any downfield guys. Josh Gordon, Gronk coming back. <laughs> Gronk is back. That uh, that hurts James White. I, I think I think coming off that game last week granted, James White'll get, you know, he'll get his five to seven catches. Uh I just think I think this is gonna be a week. Are they facing the Jets? The lowly yes. Jets. Yes, lowly and they're banged bit. up secondary. Josh McCown. Jets. Yeah, I think uh I think Brady's might might throw for four quick Quick touchdowns and then just transition it over to Sony Mitchell for the rest of the game. Sony Mitchell, huh? Mitchell. I've been going Mitchell. I'm gonna stick with it. <laughs> Go with it. I like it. Uh, I like your stick to yeah. it Yeah, just that's that's the way my gut's feeling. That's what I'm going with. No carry for James White last week. By the way, once uh, Sony came back, you think you think your gut might be feeling that or way? Or one for carry? Seven, sorry, seven one shots carry. you just took. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't really kicked in yet. Never.
1: Uh, you got a running? I don't have a running back. Will, uh, so I have one more, and I, I, I'm not sure how confident I feel about this one, but I, I threw him out here, and I'm gonna stick with it. It's Christian McCaffrey, folks. Number seven overall running back, pretty damn high. Yeah, it's tough. That, that's, it's that's bold. It's bold. he You got statement. big
0: balls, Wiz. I'll give it to you. Yeah, yeah, just wait smart. till we get to our flex,
2: guys, and then tell him how big his balls are. Go ahead. Flex your plane, yeah. What we'll did you pick? Nineteenth guy. You <laughs> picked uh, like a
1: 15th. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, McCaffrey <laughs> did not score rushing touchdowns a week one through seven, folks. And Seattle, he's only given up um, 11 rushing TDs, seven rushing TDs, folks, and 10 total um, to running backs. I just feel it's a good opportunity that that Seattle's defense might show up. It might travel. We talked about this before that defenses do travel. It might be a low scoring game. McCaffrey might not get the points.
2: The question is, do they do West Coast defenses travel to the East Coast?
1: That's the question I have. Because historically, that's just a tough thing to do. Well, defenses typically travel in general. Sure, sure. I, uh, I, I can't tell you about this. All, I, I went on a ledge. McCaff, I, I think McCaffrey might not produce this week.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, again. Hey,
1: see, he's gonna he's going to give you fifty. okay, 10 15 points. It's a I solid call. I just don't think he's going to give you 20. Yeah,
0: it's a solid call. I mean, Seattle's
2: playing better. So was, I mean, like, I know you don't feel good about it. Do you want to make a bet mm-hmm. on it? We'll say top
1: 18. I think he's going to finish outside the top team? Yeah. So I'm, I'm spotting uh, you six spots on this one. I need you...
2: You think about it. I'll, we'll talk about wide receivers. You can think about it. All right. Fair enough. I've got two wide receivers that I want to mention. The first one here is T.Y. Hilton. The Colts are going to play against the Miami Dolphins this week. And all I have to say about this is, Xavier Howard's good at football. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Uh, Z- he's likely to spend most of the snaps covering T.Y. Hilton regardless where he goes on the field. Uh, I think, you know, he's letting up about 55, 60 yards receiving no touchdowns on the year, about 54% completion percentage against wide receivers covered by Xavier Howard. I just think he slows down T.Y. Hilton. And look, Andrew Luck's a good enough quarterback. We've seen this over his, his injury-riddled uh, career. He's a good enough quarterback that, if his number one T.Y. Hilton is covered, he's not going to throw it to him. You know, He doesn't force feed 11-12 targets to T.Y. when he's in a bad situation. He's going to find Ebron in this game. He's going to find Jack Doyle in this game. I think this is a game where he, uh, Hilton gets shut down. The other guy I like, as I can't get it up here, is Corey Davis. Look, Marcus Mariota is still limited in practice, still questionable for the game. And the last report I said is it is legitimately questionable. We'll have to see on Sunday if he's going to go. If Mariota does go, obviously that gives a boon. To Corey Davis, because the two of them have a connection. Blaine Gabbert fucking hates Corey Davis. The min- I think the minute he came he in last week, say it? he didn't throw another fucking pass to him. Uh-huh. Whereas Mariota is force-feeding Davis 11-12 targets a game. He had four last week when Mariota left, and Gabbert came in. Uh, and that's not even to mention the opponents that they're playing against. Uh, Houston Texans' Kareem Jackson, who is going back and forth between safety and and cornerback, uh, between Kareem Jackson and Jonathan Joseph, these are the two guys that will be covering Corey Davis the entire game long, regardless of where he is on the field. And they're both really fucking good. Kareem Jan- Jackson's, uh gave Corey Davis five catches, 55 yards, the last time they played. Jonathan Joseph has been the number six cornerback on the year in coverage. They're both playing really well. They're going to shut him down, and they don't need to do a whole lot of work if Gabbert's in. So I think Corey Davis really struggles, uh, you know, two, three points. This week in fantasy,
1: yeah, I think it's it's an accurate pick. Though. I mean, the only thing I would add to this is it's too bad that Houston does not have a good running back that you could repeatedly pick because this would be a great opportunity to take Lamar Miller if he was good.
2: Yeah, well, he might he might still get himself
1: twenty two yeah. carries. <clears throat> Did you figure out what you want to do about the McCaffrey bet? Yes, I'll tell you. I, I'll take outside the top sixteen right now. I, don't I can play, tell you. I said eighteen. Mm, I will take sixteen, buddy. Not 16, do it. 16 right now is fifteen points. Yeah, I said eighteen. So, 18 is only 13 points. So, don't be a bitch. Make the bet. No. Do it for
0: points, then. Do you think he's going to score 15 points? Because Wiz is locked in at 15 yeah, points. You okay. think he's going to score 15 points? Uh, uh, yeah, I'll take the bet.
1: 15 they 15 push or 15 and utter? I think he's going to score 15 or more.
2: I think he's going to score 15 or less. So,
0: 15 a push.
2: Yay! Tell me about your wide receiver pick. Can't get it out both, right? <laughs> Why you make it so goddamn complicated, Buffer? Oh. Just take
0: or wait, just take a bet. <laughs> he, he, he want, we not bet. only does he think he's going to win the bet, but he wants to win the way the bet is laid out. He's a bitch. <laughs> you see? He, he's got to feel like he's winning.
2: He's won a bitch. Game. I take all bets, and I've almost got the same winning percentage you do, and you will fucking everything. Oh, you're so
0: full of shit. I told you, you did not last time. Go ahead. All right. I'm going to take Tyler Lockett as can't get it up guy. He's. He's ranked in the, he's ranked right about uh, 23, I think. So I kind of took a little small dick action on this one, you know. He was right on that cusp line at the 24 anyway. I was desperate for a win here, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) So I'm taking a guy that was borderline right there anyway. 43% last week's not bad. (laughs) uh, Again, you know, Tyler Lockett, they're traveling to Carolina. He's only averaging five targets a game. Uh. To his credit, he is number two in catch percentage this year behind the Michael one and only Thomas, Michael Thomas. 90% catch yeah. rate going into So the- I think that's a big improvement for a guy like Tyler Lockett, uh, who over his first couple of years, I would imagine his probably catch percentage was only in the high 50s or maybe 60. Uh, but again, he's only getting five targets a game. He scored seven touchdowns already this season. Uh it just seems like he's due for some regression in that area. He's hundred percent he's hundred percent taking over the Doug Baldwin role. Yeah, I mean Baldwin's he just back scores touchdowns. Baldwin did get a touchdown last week as well. Uh they got David Moore, you know, again, I think they're gonna be a running team again this week on the road. You know, Russell's not getting a whole lot of opportunity, and I don't see them falling way behind in this game to where they're gonna have to play catch up like they have in some of those games. Uh so yeah, I'm going with Tyler Lockett. All right.
3: Hide your kids. The boys are flex trafficking again.
2: So give us. Why don't you start us off then, Wiz? I will start us off. You traffics. got two running backs that you like as a flex. As flex guys, one of them is probably your number two running back
1: always. But go ahead. Sony Mich- yeah. Michelle. Yes. Attaboy. Coming back because he's been injured. I don't want you to forget about him, listeners, because it's very important. He's very good. You know, like he's going state. up against the Jets. They're going to fucking run the ball. This is what the fucking New England does. The Jets have allowed opposing running backs to score in three of the last four games. And before being hurt, Mitchell had three straight games of 100 <laughs> yards and a TD. Yeah, he's it's good. a good opportunity here. He hasn't fucking played in God knows how long. What was it, four weeks? He's, not, he's been on for over a month. It's a good... He, if I look at the overall rankings right now and just points for the season, he's not in the top twenty-four. He uh because of buys and injuries and
3: injuries that
2: you mentioned. <laughs> because of buys and injuries, he's my number one running back in my home league this week. Mm. Yes. So that's I'm hoping he's back comes back to form. My number two is another running back on somebody's flex options this week. Uh but we'll we'll get there. I've got a running back for you guys. That's Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards, who had a coming out party, you didn't know who he was. He was not owned in our Dynasty League, and we've talked about how many players are owned in our Dynasty League until after that breakout. Somebody spent 98 of their $100 in FAB to pick him up. That's silly. This week is our league's leader. Uh, So he he wanted him. Anyway, look, Gus Gus Edwards had a huge game. Um, 120-something yards on 17 carries last week. That's... That's even with Lamar Jackson taking 27 rushing attempts himself. He outtouched Alex Collins 17 to seven last week, uh, and Collins may you know this week he's been a little limited in practice, so maybe he tweaked something at some point in that game, his foot. But the coaching staff came out right after the game and said Gus Edwards looks awesome. I mean, he was going 5.1 yards. After contact. He's a big dude. In his games. A big dude. He yeah. runs hard. He? He's fast. He's got some. six three two forty 6'3", 240 no or something. Shit, I don't know. I'll Look, so, so I don't know if Alex Collins is. He's questionable right now. Yes, he practiced on Friday. So who knows how much they're willing to use him, whether they think Gus Edwards has taken his job or not. Uh, I, I just think against Oakland Raiders, who are giving up the 8th uh, most Fantasy points to running backs or eighth most rushing yards on uh, the season so far. is going to give it up to both Gus Edwards and Lamar Jackson. I think they're going to do it again. They ran the ball 53 times last week with Jackson under center. He's coming back again. He can't throw the ball. They don't trust him to throw the ball. Somebody's going to get a fuckload of work against a shitty run defense. So give me that running back. And for me, because you can get Gus Edwards, I think uh, I think I'd take him. And
0: I'd try to swing him out there if you could. Cool. Six two two twenty five, pretty close. a Big boy.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure you can get still get Gus Edwards because, like you said, I think everyone's jumping in the Gus Edwards bandwagon right now. Everyone is, is picking this guy up, right? Yeah, absolutely I mean, for good reason. Um, I, I like your pick here. I just understand. Every time I watch Alex Collins, I like Alex Collins way he runs. He's passed the eye test every since last year. The minute he started playing, but and we've talked about reason, this repeatedly.
2: The coaching, the coaching. So his contract is like. Less than a million dollars this year for whatever reason they don't want they don't want they don't they're not paying them they don't want to use them they're not fucking paying Gus Edwards either but they're using them.
1: Yeah, I, I, was, I like your
2: pick. I just I, I, don't I agree. It. I would agree with you completely because I think Alex <laughs> Collins looks has yeah, looks always good. looked awesome.
1: Fifty eight percent
2: owned Gus Edwards.
1: So Gus he's, Edwards is he's, yeah. he's, he's 50-50 owned. And like you, like you league. said, in both of my leagues or all my three leagues I'm in that, that he's been gone immediately. Yes, yeah. 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 I mean people are paying high idea. auction dollars yeah. get the, get the guy.
0: Oh, that's hit, hit strange us with that he's a, only fifty percent. Hit us with the running back, Bullfrog. Hey, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go on the I'm gonna jump on the wagon for the second week in a row here with Peyton Barber. Ouch. <laughs> uh, you know. It's what, uh, I see in another statistical here that uh you know it's the highest projected game of the week. Yes it is. Uh you know, I don't even care if any of those other running backs are active or not. I think he's proven to be the lead dog in that backfield. <laughs> You know, he's getting catches, he's getting the looks, they're going to score. I mean, fuck, chances are he, he gets some opportunities to punch one in from, you know, a couple yards out. Uh, Yeah, I mean, he should be good for 80 yards and a score, I would think, which puts that's him into Gus the fantastic. top 24, he's you know. A fantastic flex. And that's what he did last week. He put up 110 in a, and punched one in from a couple yards out, and I think he has a great opportunity to do it again.
1: I like it. Hit us with your other one. I'm going to go with Duke Johnson, folks. Yeah, going against the Bengals. Bengals have given up the absolute most points to opposing running backs, which we talked about earlier. Um, since Freddie Kitchens um, took over the last two weeks, right? Johnson has put up 14 points per game, um, which puts you in that fucking 15, that fit that running back 15 spot. Um and he, he has not really rushed the ball anymore. It's only 30 yards rushing because he gives the ball to Chubb all the time. But he has 13 catches and 109 yards and three TDs, folks. It's that Freddie Kitchens trying to simplify the game for his quarterback. He's simplifying the game, and he's dumping the ball off to Duke Johnson. He's not just letting Baker run around back there. So I think Duke Johnson has a good opportunity to pick up or to put in your starting roster this week. Go you got the last running back, Bullfrog. Go ahead.
0: All
2: right, my last guy here is going Who to be is, my, uh, my number two running back in my home league this week.
0: That is high, dude. I had some different names Woo! on there. To be honest with you, um, I'm going to mention these other names just uh, you know just to give the listeners a little tickle. You know, you never know. Ooh, Maybe in case tickle. they were also thinking about them. Kenyon Drake was a guy that was I was tossing around for this flex spot. So was Marquise Goodwin, um, but the guy I ended up with is going to be Josh Adams. It seems to be uh, he's just the most talented guy left. Um, he actually fuck, I think he had like seven targets maybe last week in the passing game as well, mm-hmm. which was kind of a big surprise. With did he really? I think it was well six the ga- or seven game targets. Said they stopped running the ball early. <laughs> they but were down yeah, 40 but still fucking that he was the guy getting them. Yeah. But with, still got one with those other small yards, and get, those guys getting in there. He's significantly uh, better than than Clementine right. and Smallwood. And uh, I just think after a disappointing showing like that, I think you try to go back to the basics a little bit and you know use some of your big dog running backs if you got one, and that's Josh Adams if you ask me. So I think he gets every opportunity early in the game, and if he does something with it, I think he ends up with a good uh, overall game. Yep, so I've got the only non-running back flex option here for you
2: guys this week. That's wide receiver, Tampa Bay Bucs, Adam Humphreys. Like Bullfrog told you a minute ago, this is the highest over-under on the week, 54-point over-under. So whenever you see a game that's likely to be as high-scoring as this one is, you want pieces of that action, right? Adam Humphreys is an available piece on this team. Uh, you know, likely Chris Godwin is more owned. There's a chance that even Deshaun Jackson is more owned. But fact is, Adam Humphreys has have run more routes than either of those two guys in the last month. Okay, he's averaging one more target per game with Winston than Fitzmagic. In the last two seasons, Winston's starting this one. He likes Adam Humphreys. Uh, Adam Humphreys has had, I think, 5.7 targets per game on the whole season, but it's been 6.5 targets per game since the bye over the last four or five weeks. He's had double-digit fantasy points three of the last four games, including a two-touchdown game a few weeks ago. Uh, he's really emerging as a guy that is a reliable hands kind of underneath receiver on a team with two quarterbacks that aren't, aren't very accurate with the ball on the deeper throws. It doesn't stop them from throw, throwing it deep to the other team. But Adam Humphreys is catching the ball a lot. He's got a, he's got a lot of red zone targets in the last few weeks as well, which is why he started scoring touchdowns. He's reliable. Both quarterbacks know it. Winston knows it a little more. Trusts him a little more. I think he's going to throw it to the ball. I think he's going
0: to score a touchdown again this week, which will, I think, make three out of the last four. Yeah, I like it. But uh, at the same time, there's so many options right now in Tampa. It's tough. But maybe with Howard going out, it actually might help. It might actually help Deshaun Jackson as well. Maybe he gets on the field a little bit more. Seems like they're running a lot of two tight end with Howard running like yep. in the slot, and you take that away, you know, maybe these wide receivers actually get a little more play. Maybe even a guy like Deshaun, but I like the Humphreys. pick. It's, Humphreys. A, it's a
1: very weird offense, like you said. There's Peyton Barber, Mike Evans is the best player on that team. Um, Goddams playing very good. There's but Peyton Bar- God,
2: between the three of them, Humphreys. Godwin and Deshaun Jackson. Oh, it's Humphreys. Godwin's no, has, sure. have run has run the least amount of routes, almost half as many as Adam Humphreys in the last month. You no, know, right.
1: I agree. Everything you said yeah. is accurate. I agree with you. It's just there's so many it, yeah. the, the 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 point distribution is weird in yeah, that man. whole offense.
0: It's it's... it's 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 been a wave. Like, yes, you know Deshaun <laughs> Jackson and Godwin were hot early yeah. first four weeks. And then of Evans kind of took over. And then Humphreys fucking Jackson an Has Jackson done anything in the last six weeks? He's not barely playing. I bet his yeah. snap percent's under 50%. It's got to be because we're watching. I've been starting him and fan doing I'm looking out there. He's like, what? Deshaun Jackson? Not even on the field? He's run 135 on routes
2: to Chris Godwin's 100 over the last month. Who? Humphreys? Humphreys. Mm-mm. Jackson? Ran more Jackson. than Godwin. Adam so Humphreys lower. has run something like 178 routes yeah. in the last month. So he's almost doubled Godwin. Almost doubled Godwin, who didn't do anything wrong.
0: Like, he was looking good when he was. Yeah, I feel like I read something, I think, that said Jackson's only ran, like, in the last couple of weeks, one route inside the 20 or something, Oof. maybe. Or maybe one target. Maybe one target, maybe yeah, one target inside is Cotter is fired. Fucking
1: fire his ass now.
0: Cotter. Cotter.
1: All right.
3: Now that frustrating...
0: You know, this, this, the quarterback of this team has been a fucking fire show and fantasy this year. I mean, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback has been hot. If, if you take the name off. Yeah. So here's a fun stat.
3: Give Just the me. quarterback,
2: the quarterback, whoever it is, take all their stats, combine them over the course of the year. Tampa Bay quarterback is the number two ranked quarterback exactly. in fantasy football. That's this
0: exactly what I'm saying, man. That Tampa Bay quarterback <laughs> is a piece to be owned. Whether it was the magic show, or even when Jameis came back, he had a good week or two before he looked like shit again and threw four interceptions and a half, and then get you know, so you got to fire up the Jameis train. You know, if you're not if you're not owning one of those top five six guys, you got to fire up the Jameis Winston train if he's available in your league. Uh, I'm looking at starting him in daily this week. Look, if you're a Mahomes
2: owner, he's on by. If you were yeah. a Trubisky owner, which yeah. I was, and he wasn't playing this week, Jameis was somebody
0: to no, pick a, up. The guy in. I'm playing in my season long, he was he was Trubisky <coughs> and who was his other quarterback? Uh, somebody. And he ended up, Jameis must have been available. As that's mm-hmm. who I'm facing this week is my fucking uh, streamer. So again i think he's gonna do well hopefully not too well because i'm gonna be facing him but i like the rest of my matchup so even if he goes for 30 i should be good still yeah you know who you know who that is the guy that you're playing that has Trubisky and had to pick up Jameis Winston? Well, this... No, not you. Guys. That's me. That happened in the league well, that I'm, I'm, I'm Then it's
1: two, <laughs> two of my matchups
0: is the same fucking thing.
1: All right, Wiz, give us your broken record quarterback streamer. <sighs> God, I'm doing it three weeks in a row, folks. He's performed consistently over three, the last three weeks. It's Eli Manning again. He's still the number 19 overall quarterback. Um, Eagles have given up 20.5 points per game to opposing quarterbacks. Um... <laughs> In the last 30 days, Eli's last three games, Eli's average rating has been 112. I have a high probability here that Eli Manning is going to put up 20 points per game this week. He's a good streamer in the quarterback position. He's been doing it. The Lions started giving him
2: time halfway through the year, and he's he's slinging it. They've adjusted
1: that offense, and Barkley's continuing to give him room.
2: Yeah, we've talked about my streamer already today, so I won't spend a ton of time. It's Lamar Jackson. Only 39% owned. You can probably go pick him up if you're struggling. Uh, like I said, 27 rushes last week. Awesome. Oakland sucks at defense. They've given up multiple touchdowns to quarterbacks in every game but the week two Case Keenum matchup. Here are, here's just a few of the quarterbacks who have thrown for three touchdowns against him. Josh Rosen, Rosen, Nick Mullins, Ryan Tannehill. Those aren't big names. Wow. Yes, we know Lamar Jackson sucks at throwing the ball, but if he's going to score a touchdown passing against anybody in the league, it's got to be the Oakland Raiders. More importantly, they give up the second most rushing yards on the season. That's what Lamar Jackson does. That's where you're relying on your fantasy points to come from, from Lamar Jackson. So, for me, stream him out there. Uh, I, he's got to score a rushing touchdown this week, if not a passing touchdown. So, uh, I think he's streamable. Tight ends. Speaking of broken records, Bullfrog, who's your tight end? Any, any, <laughs> any,
0: any concern for injury risk with Lamar Jackson? No. I mean his his, his not, well, prediction injury predictions got to be higher than most quarterbacks just based I guess. on the way he plays yes but
2: there's been nothing in his college or short NFL yeah, career that leads you to believe he's durable. trying to
1: prove that he's going to be there for a while I mean he's, he's going to play through pain right now yeah.
0: is that a type is that I mean as a as a franchise do you want to build around a quarterback that's like him so I didn't sure. build are not building around.
2: You I can't didn't
1: successfully watch... build around him.
2: I didn't I watch would... him play much. I know he ran
0: a lot, but was he taking a lot of hits, or was he sliding? Was he going out of bounds? Did anybody yeah. see much of this game? Did he know? had to take plenty of hits. I mean, 27 carries, he had to hit. Sure. But, I mean, at Louisville, he could throw, too. But, I mean, a lot of his guys were running open, but he was hitting guys. What's but... Louisville was what Louisville playing? They're in the ACC. ACC, yeah. So they're playing Clemson and the... Uh...
1: National Florida champion, State
0: Clemson. those kind of guys again <laughs> you know not known for their defense but
1: they also play duke
0: they do That's also true. play duke and georgia tech and wake forest and those come anyway back to the my tight end streamer i think for the third time this season i'm going to go with hierman out of denver hi 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 you know, you know he, it is what it is guys if you need somebody give it a shot they're facing pit most likely the game scripts going to have Keenum throwing it around a little bit uh, something's yet to show out. Sanders has been struggling the last four or five weeks. Uh, so yeah, Hireman's due to get five to seven targets. So as a streaming option, I think that should be a, a decent option for you. Sure. Here's another name
1: we've heard a bunch in this segment. Who is? CJ, who's your mama for the Cincinnati Bengals, folks? He's number 23, tight end. The simple fact of the matter, folks, is the Browns give up 15.5 points per game to the tight end position, and if you can get that out of this tight end position, it is going to be a good week for you. Um, that's fifth most out of all defenses, so I like CJ, who's your mama?
2: Yeah, so my guy here, um, we haven't said a whole lot this year for good reason. He hasn't done a whole, well, he's scored a few touchdowns, but it's John Lee Smith. That's uh, the Tennessee Titans tight end. Look, he's got double-digit fantasy points in two of the last three games. Uh, Is it yeah, you, you can't no. go you can't go in that bad. <laughs> you got to go upstairs. Right at the top of the steps. Take the walk. <sighs> the only game in the last three without a touchdown. That was last week. Again, Mariota goes out. Blaine Gabbert goes in. We see this with quarterbacks that come in um, without a lot of reps. Through it. He had eight targets. Gabbert threw the ball a lot to Johnny Smith because it's the easy outlet Guy, he led the team in targets with Blaine Gabbert. So again, if Gabbert's in the game, expect Johnny Smith to get more opportunities. Will it turn into touchdowns? I don't know, but he scored two out of the last three games. He scored a touchdown. This one was the only one he hasn't. Um, so I think some either opportunity or red zone opportunity will be there, even when Mariota's in. Look, he he got a, like a shovel pass for a touchdown in one game. They're trying to find ways to get him the ball in that red zone because of his size and his ability um, in tight spaces. They're playing against the Houston Texans. We know that. Houston's 20th in yards and in scoring to tight ends this year. They're really good against passing offenses. The only weakness that the Houston Texans has shown in that passing defense is to tight ends. So maybe Jonathan Smith, if you're desperate, only 19% on you could probably go get him right now. If you're a Kelsey owner and you haven't thought about it yet, if you're only just now logging on, good chance you can get him if you're if you're if you're desperate. All right, let's look at defenses. Have you picked one yet? You listed two. You didn't give me an opportunity to do any research because I wanted one of the two that you
0: picked. I'll let you go first, buddy. God, Jesus, fuck. You want me to go first? I do want All you to right. go first. I'll take one. Um, I, Yeah, I got to go with Buffalo. Just I've been talking up the other offense too much. That's uh, fine. I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills. Are they at home? I'm pretty sure they're at home against Jacksonville here. Let me verify that real fast here. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're at home. The, the over under on that game is thirty seven points. Ooh, that's,
3: that's low. low.
0: That's low. That's uh, If they can just find a way, and again, they've been pretty. They've been okay against their run. Uh, they got Kyle Williams running that D tackle. I'm a big fan of Kyle Williams. He's a big old white fucking boy that can stop some run game. That's racist. Uh, you know, if they can hold it's identifying the fact that is If not. they can hold Fournette down, you know, I'm not I, <laughs> I, I, I'm not buying level. into Blake Bortles on the road in Buffalo. Uh maybe it's fucking some wintry conditions. I haven't checked the weather reports yet. Uh yeah, you know, Jacksonville traveling to Buffalo. It just sets up as a decent game for the Buffalo defense if you're desperate. That's my take.
1: Do with it do with it what you like. What do you got Wiz. I'm going to take Denver Broncos at home. Again, another at-home game going against the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers, who, again, are a potent offense, but they're only opponent potent at home. Um, Denver's currently 49% owned. And again, I talked about earlier, they against the, tip, the number two and number three scoring offenses in the league, they've given up less than 23 points to those teams. So Pittsburgh's a very good offense, but there's a good chance they're only going to go for less than 20. Um, good chance they're going to get a TD here. Turnover. So you, you really like that Denver-Pittsburgh game.
2: Who do you think is going to win that
1: game? Um, whew, I'm going to go, I think I, I think I picked Denver actually with a, like a two or three. Care to take a bet? Straight up? Yeah. I'll take Denver.
3: It's a bet. Yay!
1: I like it.
2: All right, uh, yeah, I had two defenses going into this waiting for Bullfrog to pick the one he wanted. I liked Buffalo as well, but he took them. So I'm going to take the Indianapolis Colts, another home team here. We know we like to pick defenses that are playing at home. Uh, this is a much higher over-under. I think it's the second highest over-under on the week at 51 points, which just scares me a little bit. But Indianapolis being a an 8-point favorite means uh, maybe a lot of that over-under comes because of the scoring potential of Andrew Luck. They're playing against the Dolphins. The Dolphins have given up the eighth most points to defenses uh, for fantasy purposes on the year. The Indianapolis Colts defense has been better and better and better as the year gone on. I think each game they've improved. We've got Tannehill coming back here, his first week back after injury, missing some of their weapons that they like to use. Tricky, Joaquin, Grant, and Albert Wilson. We talked about that already. Devontae Parker is still questionable for the game, missing pieces. The quarterback stepping in for his first role in a while. A defense that's improving, playing at home. I like Indianapolis this week to get some of those positive points. A couple turnovers, maybe a he sacks on um, the Dolphins and uh, and get it done for you. So let's go ahead. Our studs of the week. We each pick our favorite our favorite fantasy player of the week. The guy that we think is going to outscore everybody else. And uh, we we'll just go head to head to head on it. I've got a wide receiver. The two of you got running back. Start us off one of the two of you at
0: your running back position. Please. Do it. Originally, I liked me some Melvin Gordon this week against Arizona, but it seems to be he's a little banged up this week with a hammy and a knee. So I cut the fucking Melvin Gordon out. I'm taking a little bit of a deep flyer on another guy that I roster on a few of my teams this year. <laughs> Matt Breida. Matt fucking Breida. Against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Again, I think it's going to be a pretty high-scoring game. Last week, Breida had uh, 21 touches for 132 yards and two touchdowns. I think if he can replicate that or (coughs) even close, uh, he's going to be right up there near the top of the board for scoring on the day. And against that Tampa Bay Bucs, I don't see a reason why he doesn't do that. Mostert is out. I think it's pretty clear that he is a much more capable player than Alfred Morris. Mullen seems to like him. He tied his season high in targets last week or two weeks ago. They're coming off a bye. You know, whatever banged up he was, he should be as close to 100% healthy as you're going to be as an NFL running back. I think this is a blow-up spot for Matt Breida.
2: So, listeners, so you know. What did you say Matt Breida went for last week?
0: He went for twenty one or 20 touches and 132 yards and two touchdowns. Combined ground and air. All right. Thank you.
2: So, listeners, so you know, Bullfrog doesn't just say these things. He does these things. His stud of the week was Matt Breida. His can't-get-it-up of the week was James White. He's playing me in a league this week, and he's got James White on the bench, Matt Breida, sitting in there as his flex, only because his running back options are disgusting. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's doing what he says, and... Uh, I, Feels, feels like a bad idea, but we don't have many of them out there. I will take
0: James White over Matt Breida straight up. Oh, I'll take that bet all yeah. day, buddy. Just because we need more bets. I mean, what do you think, Wiz? Here's, here's my running backs. Gordon, McCaffrey, Breida White. Who he's sitting? I mean, obviously, if Gordon
1: rules out, you know, he's yeah, gonna... I I I'm with you. I'm sitting White. All right. That, that's, you want to double easy. dip on this Yeah, guy? I'll double dip. Back yeah! Back. <laughs> Let's do it. I don't expect to win, but I think there should be more bets, which is why I make bets. Do you want to tell us about your well, running so backs? before we jump to that, I guess, here's a question. I, I will bet you Marie doesn't finish in the top ten running backs.
0: Brita, yeah, I got to take it. He's my start of the week. He's your start of the week. There we go. Guys. Took a while to get there. I mean, he probably
1: outscores Fournette, too. (laughs) I would bet you money on that one, too. Leo Fournette is my pick, folks. Log it in. Wait. Hang on.
3: (coughs) It's a bet.
1: Yay! Leo Fournette, folks, going against Buffalo Bills. Um, For the last... Two weeks that he's played when he's played healthy, he has averaged 50 he's taken fifty-nine touches over two weeks, folks. I don't think there's a better running back who's had as many touches over those two weeks as him. Um, in Buffalo starting Josh Allen, guys, this is the worst fucking offense in the league. Fucking Fournette is going to pound the ball repeatedly against this team. I don't care if it's fucking White Kyle Williams, who to Bullfrog's point is a good defensive tackle. Doesn't fucking matter. Fucking Fournette is going to get the ball. They're going to pound the ball down their throat. There's likelihood that he busts off of those 50, 60-yard runs because he's still fast as shit. I'm taking Fournette.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, here, here's my thinking. Again, maybe I'm just a dumb fuck because according to my accountability <laughs> and everything else, I am. But if I'm the defensive coordinator for the Bills, who do you try to take away? Yeah, Leonard, Leonard, Fournette. Leonard Fournette, your whole fucking game plan should be to get Fournette out of the game. Make Blake Bortles beat you. And if he throws five touchdowns, credit to Blake Bortles on the road for throwing five touchdowns. Good for you, Blake Bortles. Because if you is. let Leonard Fournette run for 30 and 200, then you're the dumbest fucking team in the NFL. All right, guys, I've got a stud that
2: I want to play here. So wide receiver, I'm trying to change it up a little. We all picked running backs last week. I like Odell Beckham Jr., first of all, because he's Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, Second, because like Wiz has said earlier in his streamer option, Eli Manning and this New York Giants offense has been getting it going. They fixed their offensive line problems. They're airing the ball out, and he is absolutely forcing the ball to Saquon Barkley and Odell Beckham, and that's about it. You know, one, two, three targets to each of the other options on this team, and he's just overloading them. Yes, Odell Beckham only had four targets last week, but he managed to score a touchdown with that. This week they've got the Philadelphia Eagles, already the second-worst passing defense in the league. Uh, Wide receivers are scoring the second-most fantasy points against them. And now, look, they're missing their four best defensive backs, Ronald Darby, Jalen Mills. Russell Douglas, who took over for Derby after he went uh, on the the IR, and Sidney Jones, uh, their their nickel guy, all four of them are gone and out of this game. I mean, he's pulling people off the street, sticking a jersey on him, and saying, "Go cover Odell Beckham Jr. this week." I don't care how you could put the three of us on Odell Beckham, which is about what they're doing, and you can't fucking cover him. I think he has a huge day against the most depleted defensive backfield in the league this week for coming from a quarterback that wants nothing more than to keep him happy.
1: Yeah, I, I think your picks are really good here. The one thing I think that more than anything that I like is they force feed the fucking shit out of ODB. A lot. Yeah. A lot. It doesn't matter. In the, in the, in Every in the red zone is going in him, him or Barkley him. and that's pretty much it. If they throw the ball, it's, it's typically they're force feeding ODB and they yes. dump it off to Barkley. Yes. Can't...
0: Daily Deep Throat.
1: Well, we're gonna try something different this week,
0: guys. You we're gonna make a we're gonna make a phone call. Oh, are we are we dialing them in? We're dialing them in. Oh, Let's see. get okay. Tell us a little bit about yeah. who we're having on the show. Yeah, why recommending the listeners? listeners. Right. We got a a friend of the show here, friend of the show. Uh, he's a DraftKings guy. Last week, he won twenty seven thousand dollars on DraftKings. Wow! Last Sunday. This
1: is he retired? And this is what he does for a living? No. He, he just puts his time
0: in. He says he's been uh working it for about three or four years now and is finally kinda kinda finally figuring it out. We're gonna get him on the line here and uh see if he's got any guys that he can give you some names for. Again, he 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 plays on DraftKings, uh so it'll be a different little different flavor. Family. You know, some of the some of the salaries are sometimes are very similar, but you can find those guys that are, you know, two thousand dollar difference from one site to the other. And that can be a big difference here. So Put it down right here. Hey. What's up, Shane?
3: How's
2: it going? Not too bad, buddy. This is uh, the Deweys Nuts here. You, We play in a couple of best balls. I don't know if you knew that or not. I did,
3: yeah. I remember that from
2: uh, a couple months ago. If I recall, I'm whooping your fucking ass in every one of the best balls we playing against each other. Is that right?
3: <laughs> I think most of my best balls are not doing extremely well. Yes! Too much Rex, too much Rex Burkhead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's back, baby. He's back.
3: I don't know how back he'll be,
2: but all right, to be Shane. So, so you're you are Bullfrog's buddy, and yep. he told you that that uh, we're we're doing a podcast right now, yeah? Yep. Okay. You're 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 on the air. You're sitting next to the microphone, and we we simply have a, one question for you. Since you won a shitload of money last week, we'd like very much for you to tell our listeners a couple of things. One, what is your approach to daily? How do you go about picking your guys? Two, give us a couple of names that you're looking at this week. You don't have to give us your line of us, but a couple of names that you think uh, are worth having. And uh, three, tell us how big your dick is. All right? (laughs) right. In any order you'd like.
3: All right, we'll start with number one. So this is my, I think this is about three and a half years of playing DFS, and first year I just kind of like picked guys that I thought would be good without necessarily trying to learn about what ownership might look like. Mm-hmm. Um, over the years, I think, come this year, I've kind of tried to block out a little bit of white noise and just kind of owning in on guys that I thought, based on the stats and just other things that I've read, were going to fit best. And I think what's worked best for me this year, um, around the previous few years, I've toe-tapped around paying up at running back. I think we all know those guys like Gurley, uh, Kamara, especially before Ingram got hurt, Barkley. Um, some of those guys stand out in terms of the volume they get. I mean, you got guys getting 30 touches a game. Sometimes you just have to pay up for it no matter what the price is. And that's kind of the approach that I've taken this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest thing that's paid off when I have done well has been finding wide receivers anywhere between like 3,800 to 5,200 that are going to go to five backs based on what their salary is. And when I've hit like last week, that's, that's basically what happened last week. Um, so really, I mean that's kind of been my general strategy. Obviously, I, I try to not go overboard in creating a ton of lineups. Um, usually, anywhere between maybe ten to thirty, and then
2: that that um, feels like a that feels like a ton fun. of lineup lineups. All right, good. <laughs> well, ahead.
3: I mean, there's been I've tried everything. I tried previous years. I've tried doing you know max entry on the on the three hour max entry of doing like a hundred. Okay. And I found that that never really worked. And what's worked for me this year is just kind of sticking between that number some weeks. I think it was week four when Trubisky kind of broke out. Mm-hmm. I did 10. And um, obviously that turned out pretty well. Last week I think I did maybe 20, 25, and that turned out pretty well. But I think if you're going to do – and you might only do three lineups, you might do five. Um, the biggest thing that you got to do is enter that lineup in multiple contests because if you don't, like if one of those lineups goes off, and you only have it in one contest, you know you're going to see a little bit more of a limited return. So that's <laughs> those are some of the things that have kind of worked for me this year uh, versus things that I haven't done in the past. Okay.
0: Now, how long, how to get thirty lineups in? How much, how much time is that taken you?
3: Um, I mean, it doesn't take a ton of time. Like I try to look through. Like I know there's a lot of tools out there where you can really like nail down Optimizer every single percentage of. Like fantasy labs and all that stuff does a good job with it. I've used it before. Uh, I'm not using it this year. I'm kind of doing the eye test and just knowing who I want the most of. And if I see a lineup where I don't have a couple people paired together that maybe I thought I did, then I make sure I have that pairing in there. Are you focusing
0: um, on any stacks? Do you do any? Do you like stacking at all in any positions? Or
3: yeah, so I think I think that I mean this isn't a crazy idea, but stacking a quarterback with a running back that is prone to catch a couple passes tends to pay off quite a bit. Like last week when I finished 15th in the Millie Maker, um, I had Breeze to Kamara Mm. in that last touchdown. I didn't even know that lineup was going to do that. It just jumped way up past the one that I was actually looking at.
2: Last second 40-yard touchdowns will do that for you. I
3: know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, safe to say I wasn't expecting that. I actually walked away from that game. (laughs) And then they showed the highlight, and I said, holy Holy shit. You know, um, watch your language. It's
2: a, it's a family friendly show.
3: (laughs) I'm not not sure if it is, but, um, but obviously I think that one works well. Um, you know, I think, I think anytime you kind of center around a couple quarterbacks, you, you have to stack them up. Um, like last week I had a lot of luck in Hilton and then paired the the stud running backs or the high price running backs with those guys. Very rarely do I do like a naked one. Um, Sometimes it's tough, like Goff. Like goff, for example, when Cup was there, it's kind of hard to figure out who he's going to throw it to and who's going to score. So sometimes I'm comfortable with maybe doing goff girly without mm-hmm. any of the wide receivers because I just don't know who's going to get in the end zone in those yeah. games.
0: It's a good call. We talk about that every now and then, which wide receivers <laughs> are going to go sure. big.
2: All right, so uh, give us a handful of let's look at the wide receivers this week that you might be looking at because you said go go big running backs, but uh, it seems like your strategy is if you don't if you pick the right wide receivers, you're getting it done. So what are some wide receivers you're looking at this week specifically, or maybe just some names that you like this year going forward?
3: Well, I mean, I think the one that stands out the most this week, especially with Funches being doubtful, is obviously DJ Moore at four point six k. He's probably going to be pretty chunky this week after last week. I think last week he was eight percent. This week, I wouldn't be surprised if he's in the range of like I don't know, twenty five, thirty five percent, just yeah. with that price and him being the number one. So I think, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna create a core, he's probably a good place to start at wide receiver. It'll save you some money <laughs> elsewhere. Um, another guy slightly above him at five point five. I think he might be kind of popular too, but Emmanuel Sanders—that's just way too cheap for him. Mm-hmm. And I don't think. He's going to see Joe Hayden a lot based on some of the things that I've read. So, I mean, we think we'd all assume that Pittsburgh would probably lead most of that game. So, uh, game flow matches up pretty well for him from a target standpoint. Nice. Um, Sutton's so interesting. Obviously at four point four, um, he's a big play guy, but he's obviously getting looks and he can bust a seventy yarder just like that if he gets the right opportunity. But I think he is going to go up against Hayden based on what I've read again. So. He's a little bit more dicey, definitely a tournament guy, whereas Sanders is probably good in both tournaments uh, and uh, cash if you do cash. But if you dig down a little bit further, I mean, like I said, with Funchess out, I don't know and I don't feel as confident with Samuel, but at 3.8K, he's definitely worth a look. Although I think Torrey Smith is supposed to be coming back. But, I mean, obviously if you have to choose between somebody who's got more upside like Samuel or – 35 year old Torrey Smith, you're probably going to go with uh, Samuel.
2: Sure.
3: Um, there's a couple other guys like Tyler Lockett, Doug Baldwin is questionable. Um, I believe the Panthers have struggled most with slot. From what <laughs> I've read, Lockett's going to line up in the slot. Uh, that game doesn't stand out probably to a lot of people. Maybe if Baldwin doesn't play, Lockett gets a little bit more ownership, but uh, he's had a pretty good year and I think might be a good spot for him without Baldwin. And All right, then,
0: give us give us a give us a a couple quarterbacks and a couple running backs real quick, and we gotta wrap you up here, buddy.
3: Okay, well uh, they're kind of obvious quarterback boys, but I think Carson Wentz is almost a no brainer at five point nine against the Giants. Uh, Andrew Luck six point four. He's basically went four x or three x every week since week four. Um, running back, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of building around James Conner. I think the game sets up well for him. Joe Mixon without AJ Green still there against the Browns at home sets up well. A uh, guy like Marlon Mack at 5.5, the Dolphins are terrible against the run. I think they've allowed 800 yards or 900 yards the last seven games. Um, and then cheap guys, you know, Josh Adams at 3.8, Edwards at 4.4. You just got to be careful with with Edwards. I mean, I, a guy who just got activated last week, being a popular guy, somebody I tend to kind of avoid. Sure. Um, but mid-range guys from, from that range is kind of what I'm looking at from running back.
2: Awesome. All right, uh, yeah, last question. So you can either give us a a whiz, nuts, or bullfrog answer. How big's the dick? 27K. Hey, I don't, I don't,
3: I don't, I'm not sure because my Is wife it just than gave birth. So been, it's been pretty pretty inactive for the last <laughs> three, <laughs> months. It's so, crawling
2: back into its hole. I get it. Yeah,
3: I'll have to give you on that. Maybe... Maybe, uh, maybe a month later, I'll, I'll have a answer for
2: you. <laughs> awesome. Hey, Shane, we appreciate your input, man. I hope you win a bunch more money this week. Maybe we'll have you back on the show after you do, all right?
0: Thanks, buddy. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks, guys. Anytime. All right, have a good one. Okay, that was fun. Something different. Yeah, interesting take on some of those names. A new voice.
1: Were you taking notes while you were going? Yeah. yeah just won 27 big. grand last yeah, week. I could use a little grand. bit
0: of that. I
2: could use a little bit
1: of that. Yeah, I thought he had some good information. That's yeah. what I liked about it. Yeah. It was good detail. He's
0: a big Twitter guy. He reads a lot of beat reporter stuff when they're throwing out like cornerback coverages and yeah.
1: shit like that. That's the importance of the matters. Yeah, it is. Maybe you should get on Twitter.
3: Would you rather
2: let's have a would you rather? This one's gonna be me and the bullfrog. Still undefeated, Bullfrog. <coughs> well,
1: Froggy, you're undefeated? Still? He is. I'm good at something. Like I said, if I only have the bigger thing. Alright, folks. It's gonna go down. It's gonna change here tonight. Oh, you think I'm going to win this one? I like the confidence. Thank you, sir. It's his birthday. Maybe I'll just pick wrong. (laughs) Froggy's kind of drunk right now. All right. Andy Dalton against the Browns or Nick Mullins against Tampa? Nick Mullins.
0: Lock
2: it in. Uh, Yeah, I'll take Nick Mullins on that one as well.
1: All right. Eli Manning against Philly. A popular streamer pick. Yeah, we talked about him a couple times. Or Case Keenum at home against Pittsburgh. Emmanuel Sanders is a popular fantasy league guy right now.
2: Eli was the first choice. Eli against Eli Philly is my
0: choice. Yes,
2: I thought. Yeah, we talked about Eli and Philadelphia's defensive backfield. Yes,
0: right. You were high on Odell this week, so you gotta go there. Um. Oh, I don't want to agree with Dweez nuts on everything. Come on, take Case. No, I can't do it. He hasn't, he hasn't shown enough. Give me,
1: give me Eli. All right, tougher pick here. Aaron Jones against Minneapolis, Minnesota, Minnesota. That too. So, In <laughs> Minneapolis, <laughs> um, or. Or Chris Carson against the Panthers. E. E. That's about what that, those two running backs are going to do this week. Is that E first?
2: Um, yeah, you can go first.
0: I don't know about the health of Chris Carson. Uh, and there's kind of a three-headed monster in Seattle right now. Because of that fact, I'm going to take Aaron Jones.
1: So so Penny impressed you enough to, to have concern about Chris Carson going forward.
0: And just the health. I'm not sure if he's running at 100%. Aaron Jones seems to be healthy and seems to be the the bell cow at this point. So I'm going hey, Aaron Jones. I like Aaron Jones a lot. Aaron Jones
2: gets a lot of work. But um, I would rather my running back face They're both good deep-run defenses. But I'd rather, I'd rather the Seahawks, the most rushing team in the league, versus the Panthers, I think is a less stout rush defense than the Vikings. Give me Chris
1: Carson. Okay. Nick Chubb against the Bengals. Like that one. Or Joe Mixon against the Browns. Going head-to-head. Same game there, huh? <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm going to take Mixon because he's a better running back, <laughs> and I think I think Duke Johnson, as you said earlier, gets enough work in this game to
0: negate some of what Chubb can do. I like Mixon, but I have not been a believer in that offense the last three or four weeks. And I think you dropped that the Bengals have been giving up a shitload of points to running backs. I'm going to take, I'm going to take little man
1: Cho Chubb. Okay. A little bit deeper on this one. Kiki Kuti, one of your favorite guys against the Titans or Jarvis Landry
0: against the Bengals? It's got to be Jarvis Landry against the Bengals for me. I mean, I know the last couple weeks he's been pretty shitty, but uh, it seems he would be due. (laughs) And... I think Hopkins against Butler could potentially be stud of the week. So, yeah, I'm going to take fucking Landry.
2: Marius Thomas will be playing against Malcolm Butler most of that game. Um, But the Titans are a much, much better defense than the Bengals' defense. However, as Jarvis Landry has been struggling of late, Kiki Kuti has been having his way, getting the ball lots, Kiki Kuti talking
0: game script. It's
2: my pick. <laughs> there you go, buddy. <laughs> Alright. Forget
1: about it. Marquise Goodwin against Tampa Bay. You like that team. Or Sterling Shepard against the Eagles. You're up, buddy.
2: Look, Sterling Shepard's been getting like two targets a game. And yeah, he scored a touchdown for us last week. Um Pierre Garcon's out this week. Not that he did a whole lot anyway. I'm gonna take Marquise Goodwin. Uh, it's it's one of those high, it's a high, high scoring game, right? Somebody's got to score touchdowns. Marquise Goodwin doesn't get a lot of targets, but he's a deep ball threat guy, and a team that gives up lots of deep ball plays give me Marquise Goodwin.
0: <sighs> yeah, I mean, I had Marquise Goodwin in a couple Fanduel lineups as I'm starting to prepare for that a little bit, but I do I'm a, I do really believe it's gonna be a Kittle and Breda kind of show. Why wouldn't it be? Why even pass it to one when you got Kittle and Brita <laughs> available? I'm going to say the, the Eagles do their best to cover Odell. And Shepard has a good week. I'll take it. Shepard.
1: Did you set yourself on that or no?
0: What?
1: Did you just talk yourself into that one? Or? Yeah.
0: Okay. Seemed seem, seem reasonable.
1: Elshon Jeffrey against the New York Giants or Keenan Allen against the Cardinals? I think both have very hard matchups.
0: Keenan Allen. I'm going to keep fucking picking Keenan Allen. <laughs> I'm going to take Jeffrey. Yeah. Who you got? Yeah,
2: there's only one of us Good left. For you, Froggy. And who you got? You're the only one left in the survivor pool.
0: The Bullfrog is the last man standing. With two strikes. With two strikes. We're not going to win, but who you got? <sighs> I got the Colts, which is the same team the two teams with no strikes picked. <laughs> <coughs> so not catching any ground this week. All right, guys, it's birthday night, oh, which means man. I might,
2: maybe, maybe get a little <sighs> head. You gonna blow my candles
0: out? That's what
2: you've been saying all day. I Frog's working head. on it for you. Yeah, that's supposed to actually
0: blow though. <laughs> <laughs> so you anyway, like, you don't like a little, <sighs> little nice cool blow on it, and then a no. little lollipop
1: get it later. wet, and
0: then just you get guys it are like there. a bet who
2: didn't get bloated you i'm gonna get blown tonight i promise you my dick will be in my wife's mouth hey whether i have to wait until she's asleep <laughs> uh, it's gonna end up in her cheek at some point
1: thank you for listening to another episode of your football fantasy do us a favor by subscribing on apple podcasts like follow and share our facebook page and leave reviews everywhere to let people know just how much you love us We'll see you back next week to make more
3: of your fantasies come true.